0: Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, managing our retirement could be compared to running a business. Is it time for you to become the CEO of your retirement? Well, stay tuned and find out.
1: And now, WealthWorks Radio, (laughs) asset protection, (laughs) tax reduction, (laughs) holistic planning, South Florida's wealth, financial and income coach, Eric Kearney.
2: Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric, of course, a fiduciary, uh, contributed to Fortune magazine. He's an author, uh, president of Retirement Wealth, LLC, and so much more. Hey, Eric, what's going on?
0: Good morning, Steve. How are you?
2: Very, very well, thanks. Uh, Feeling in charge, that's what I am. I'm CEO of my own retirement.
0: (laughs) Oh, I like that. Powerful, man. I like that. Yeah,
2: well, but again, you make a great comparison here to say, you know, treating your retirement as if you are a CEO, because it is. I mean, it's your company, and you've got to generate income, and you've got to live through that.
0: Yeah, so growing up in upstate New York with both of my parents, both of my parents were self-employed. Um, and the interesting thing was, is as I got older, I understood what it was to have to budget for something. I saw how sometimes my father's print shop would loan my mother's tax works office some money and she would do the same. If he wanted to buy an, a piece of equipment, her business would loan him money. And so we kind of kept it within the family. So I remember one day I'm driving home and I'm sitting in the back seat, or we're driving home and I'm sitting in the backseat. And uh, I said to my mom, I said, Mom, are we a family or are we a corporation? And uh, she just kind of laughed a little bit. and She goes, eh, maybe a little bit of both. A little
2: <laughs> so- bit of both. What a great way to grow up, though. What a great learning experience.
0: It was. I mean, I would go into work on Saturday mornings with my dad. I didn't really watch cartoons. I went into the print shop and I did my homework, but I also learned a strong work ethic. Like if you had a job to do, you had to get that job done. And um, so I learned a lot through my parents. And it was also interesting because on the, on the Saturdays that we didn't go into work, my dad would drive around and pick up recycled glass for the Lions Club for eyeglasses, and that was kind of the Lions Club thing was eyeglasses for yeah. people, and so we did a lot of um, a, a lot of community service. And so the thing is, is that we really learned that you know you. you You had to have a plan together. You really had to be the CEO of your life. And my parents really did work very well together. And I feel like they were co-CEOs. And when it comes to your retirement, you really have to feel like there is some kind of CEO for your retirement because... The thing is is that there's a lot of people out there who are making a lot of decisions, but they're not really putting the pieces of that puzzle together. And I really think that that's what the CEO does. I mean, they take a look at patterns. They take a look at beliefs. They take a look at behaviors. And they're able to take all those pieces of that retirement puzzle and really put them together. And I think that that's why my parents were were really successful. My parents were not rich people by any means, but they were well off, that we had a great life, we traveled, and we had a lot of family time together. So um, again, I, I think that having a balance of life was also something that they foresaw that they really wanted, and I think that that was just as important too.
2: Sure, and uh, so again, with that, I mean, a good ceo to me and and i've had the the good fortune to to be in a couple of different startup companies with a with a really strong ceo who i watched surround himself with some of the best people better than he was to help bring that business to life and and that to me was a, was a great experience as well and that's what we need to do with uh, with our retirement is surround ourselves with the right people and i think it starts with the right advisor who who's on our team
0: i think so too steve you know it goes back to that old saying birds of a feather and the, the, it's so true because you you, you want to surround yourself by people who are better than you because you can learn from them. And the thing is, is that I'm always blown away, like when I'm actually able to meet someone that's either in, in my industry or meet somebody that's like um, a tax attorney or something like that, because I want to learn from them, like, you know, how do they see things? What is their vision for their clients and so forth? And we slowly bring little pieces of that into our practice. I always find it very overwhelming to see so many people in, in a room because I want to go and talk to each one of them and and learn a little bit about this. But, you know, the thing is, is that these CEOs, they have a very clear vision. They have a very clear direction. And I think that that's really what our clients look from from us. I mean, they they want that direction. They want to know that Eric, you have me pointed in the right direction. And on last week's uh, radio show, we talked about one of my new clients coming in and their advisor telling them, I really have no idea what direction we're going in. And, you know, my new client sat back in his chair and he's like, Eric, that didn't make me feel very confident. And so the thing is, is that We constantly have to have some kind of vision. Sometimes it's not going to be very clear. March of 2020, it really wasn't clear what direction the markets were going. But what did we do? We had to go through and do tax loss harvesting. We had to go through and take a look at cost basis. There's some things that you can do, some things that you can't do. There's some things that you can control. There's some things that you can't control. But whatever you can, take advantage of that. And again, whatever your advisor did or didn't do March of 2020 really shows what kind of CEO they actually are. And so... A people people want accountability by their CEO. They want to know that they're in charge. They want to know that they have a plan. They want to know that they have some kind of direction. They want to know that they can be resilient. And that's really what these CEOs are bringing to the table. It's like when I'm bringing in all these different people, down to the CFP, um, our concierge service, I'm bringing the best of the best for our clients. And then that's really what our clients are demanding. That's why we're staying so busy this year. So the thing is, is that again, Again, people want positive forward direction.
2: That is what you do. And so as, as CEO, you have to, I mean, you're CEO too, and, and that you have to question things and make sure that they stay on track.
0: Yeah. So I, I think that CEOs like to ask a lot of questions because we need information, lots of information. And again, We're trying to build a pragmatic plan with imperfect information. And so the thing is, is that the more information we get, the more we can kind of see, you know, through the smoke and figure out what is the right direction we have to go into. And the thing is, is that, you know, it's like a a captain of of a ship. Even though he's going through fog, he still has different instruments that he can use to get him through that until he can see a little bit more clear. So the thing is, is that... You can't just stop the ship if you're in fog. You still have to do something. And so the thing is, is that number one, you want to be safe. You want to get to your destination, but you've got to figure out how to get there. So the thing is, is that there's a lot of different tools that you can use to still be able to do that. And so again, when the markets aren't cooperating, that's okay. I have other tools and products and investments that I can go to that will get me there safely. It's about just having a wider range of tools, having a large inventory of of investment weaponry, if you will, mm-hmm. that will get you to where you need to go. And the thing is, is that every single year we get a little bit better and we get a little bit better and you know I I really think that you know we're in the zone right now we know exactly what we have to do for a client and again that's why people are coming to us they rely on us but they also know that we can be dependable over time too we're calling them back we're answering their emails we're following up with them it's like we're just taking care of all the small things before they come big things and I, I really do think that we work incredibly well as a team and you know the thing is too is I don't really, you know, I am the CEO, you know, from a title standpoint, but, you know, there's a lot of times where I say autumn is my boss and that really is true. Like she really knows my schedule and my calendar much better. I'm not allowed to touch the, <laughs> touch the calendar. I w- it was taken away from me a couple of years ago. So <laughs> it's flowed much better since she's taken it away from me. So that's good. But yeah, you've got to be inquisitive. You have to understand, you've got to ask a lot of questions and, um, that that's really what it's all about. You have you, to be you-
2: adaptable too.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent, Steve. That that that's very true. I mean, the thing is, is that especially with this year, you know, you and I talk off air about this all the time. It's like, what a crazy year this has been, right? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I mean, so you got to be willing to adapt. And the thing is, is that the markets are going to ebb and flow. They're going to plummet. They're going to go up. They're going to be volatile. You're going to have taxes. You're going to have inflation. You got to adapt. And that's exactly why when we write a written financial plan, we're adapting to any situation, because when your situation changes, that financial plan that's your very own will actually change with it. So you've got to constantly adapt.
2: And that's really what you do. And and, um, and obviously, we have to take the job seriously. Our retirement is a serious thing because, uh, boy, once we quit working, we are responsible for our income. And uh, that puts us in charge.
0: Yeah, so we were just reading a study that was done by Harvard professors, and it found that CEOs work an average of 62 and a half hours a week. And so I took a look at that. I'm like, wow, that's a lot of hours. And then I think about the amount of hours that I work. And I do. I mean, I'm a, I'm a workaholic. I do believe in a balance of life. So believe it or not, um, I also have a very good social life. But the thing is, is that I do. I work almost every single day or I do work every day. And, um, you know, on Sundays, it's not as much, but it may be an hour in the morning, an hour at night. Um, but the thing is, is that it's it's time that we have to put in to prepare for Monday. And if I don't do that on a Sunday night, I really don't feel very prepared on that Monday. But I also feel like if I don't do that, then I'm letting my clients down. So I take the responsibility of what we do incredibly seriously. And the thing is, is that it's it's more of a, um, it's more like I am running that client's business. I mean, I, I'm running their whole financial life. And so there's a, there's an awesome responsibility that comes along with that but I enjoy doing it. I mean, it really is my life. So the thing is, is that We have to put the time in to be absolutely prepared for the absolute unknown.
2: Well, and again, if you're looking for somebody to be, if if you want some help and and to create your own company, which is called retirement in this case, and you're the CEO, well, Eric is available for you to uh, help you out and, and be that person that can really help get you there.
0: So, yeah, if you're listening to the show today, you're interested in a second opinion or a fully written comprehensive financial plan. Give us a call today. We're going to take the next five callers who are needed need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, then this is for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000, and let's give it away. Absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. call us today
2: it's 800-779-1942 it's that chance to get a financial roadmap put together eric and the team can translate a lot of complex financial world turn it into something that simply makes sense here's your chance to get a true practical financial review if you've never had a second opinion now is the time 800-779-1942 you heard eric the next five callers are going to get that comprehensive financial review. You see where you are today, but most importantly, it becomes that roadmap, that guide that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Coming up next on WealthWorks Radio. On today's show,
0: we're going to take an honest look at retirement today and revisit some lessons learned from the past.
2: Back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric, uh, so in the first segment, we talked a lot about uh, how b- putting a retirement plan together is like being a CEO. You've got a lot of moving pieces that you have to be aware of. So now let's take a look at, uh, we'll sort of take a look back and take a look forward. And you know, I mean, I think there are things that we can learn from, you know, maybe our grandparents or our parents. I mean, like you, Eric, like you just told us about your folks and and their double businesses, right? Their businesses. Um, but again, we can apply some of those to today, although the rules are different.
0: Yeah, Steve. So the market conditions today, <laughs> the market conditions are so different. So my mother was owned two tax works offices, was a licensed financial advisor. The difference between my practice and her practice way back then was there was a lot of IBMers and these IBMers had a big pension. They had social security. And so really they didn't have a need for big investing. And so the thing is, is that they would come into my mom and they say, well, we kind of want to invest for our kids college, or maybe we want to save for like a second vacation home. Okay. That's pretty much what it was. They didn't really need anything for retirement because 401ks really didn't come along until like really the eighties when that became a big deal when all of a sudden the pension plans went away. So the thing is, is that then you take interest rates, interest rates were at 15 and 16% in the eighties. You're not going to touch that anymore. We're never going to see that in our lifetime. And so the thing is, is that now you see market conditions that are much more volatile. You have 500 point drops, you have a thousand point drops, you have these huge ebbs and flows in the stock market. You never saw that before. Like 1987, when the markets dropped 500 points, that was like Black Monday, right? Right, I remember. And we see that now quite often. Everybody's like, oh, the Dow was down 400 points. Not a big deal. But it's, so the thing is, is that we're kind of getting immune to this. But the other thing is, We've also come up with a lot of investments and strategies, products and tools to be able to combat that. And that's really what we have to do. So the thing is is that the market conditions today are not your father's uh, conditions and you have to build a portfolio according to today's market conditions, not to their market conditions. It's a huge difference and there's a lot of people that just don't understand that. And there's a lot of people that come into the office and they say, Eric, here's the deal. I want a portfolio like what my father had. That's actually impossible to do because things are completely different than they were back then.
2: Of course. And and that makes sense, too, when you, when you start thinking about it in that, uh, yeah, you can't really set it up as if you, uh, you know, the way your parents were. Because I know my father was way into uh, mutual funds and, and that was a big deal.
0: Right. So we, we actually had a client come in earlier this week who is in loaded mutual funds, right. C shares. So, and, and I, I said to them, I said, look, I said, I'm going to be upfront and honest with you right now. You have A shares and you have C shares. These are going to be really expensive. And we, went, we when we went through them, I showed them that their international fund that they were in was. percent that was their internal expense ratio and they sat back in the chair and they said we had no idea those expenses were there so we went through the entire portfolio and they were paying a small fortune in fees so again people don't want to pay those fees in those mutual funds those funds are 20 years old that portfolio was so outdated but yet The advisor just kept them in it because the advisor didn't want to make any changes to newer, updated products. And then the client ends up suffering. There's such a huge loss of opportunity there because of the high fees that they're paying. And so the thing is that they said, how quickly can we fix this? And, you know, pretty quickly. But the thing is, is that, again, people don't realize that the lost opportunity that they that they've had, it's hard to make that back up.
2: So let me ask you this. So are some advisors, maybe they've been doing this for a long time. I know you have too. But some advisors that don't keep current, that can be pretty detrimental. And I'm not trying to put anybody down, but that's just a fact, isn't it?
0: Okay. So I'm going to be, this is like walking on eggshells because I got to be very sensitive. Well,
2: see, that's what I was Yeah. Yeah. The,
0: the, the thing is, is that I'm sure a lot of listeners out there know someone who is in the last Three, four, five, six years of their career, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, that's the easiest point of our career. We have other people that are running it. I I know of a lot of advisors who are out on the golf course almost every day instead of in the office, and they haven't looked at an av- at a client's portfolio in years. And so the thing is, is that they're like, well, hey, you know what? They're doing OK. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there that are doing OK, but there's a lot of people who have to be doing much better. And so the thing is, is that it still blows me away, Steve. People are coming in with large portfolios, no no written financial plan, no lifestyle income plan. How are you going to understand and know with taxes and inflation over time and medical issues and And everything that's going to come your way, how do you know that you can afford your your retirement without that? So that's where I kind of go back on the advisor and say, shame on you for not not really doing your job, not really writing a financial plan. Writing a financial plan is a very lengthy process. I mean, Donna really goes through these things and she will... Donna's a workaholic, and I, and, and I give her all the credit in the world because I get emails from her all throughout the morning. one, two, three a.m. It's oh, pretty wow. funny.
2: That time of the morning. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And it's like, and, she, and she's intense about writing a financial plan, but she wants it done right. And she's still blown away, too. She's like, I just can't believe how many people don't have that. So, I think that there's a lot of people who are working with veteran advisors who are just kind of letting the portfolio slide. It's not being updated. It's really not being relevant for the client. And the client is the one that actually suffers in the long run.
2: Right and, and so well you that was a very delicate walk Eric and I appreciate yeah, it's that. Yeah, that's tough. Eight hundred seven seven nine nineteen forty two. So let's keep going here and talking about you know things, lessons learned from the past. Uh, Social security is another big one. We talk about it all the time, and and it really is a big decision that needs to be not taken lightly.
0: Yeah, again, it's social security is not a standalone event. I mean, this is something where you really have to include it in your financial plan. We're seeing a lot of people with longevity in their families. We're seeing a lot of people with differences in their second or third marriages. And you've got to consider that as well. So there's a lot of things that you have to consider with social security. I mean, and and again, uh, Donna is going through the whole financial plan and really showing you what the differences are, and there's a lot of people that say I'm just going to take it at 62. There's a lot of people that say I'm going to wait till 70. That may or may not be the best thing for you, but we're going to f- help figure that out for you.
2: And that's and again, that big slides right into taxes because boy oh boy, we I think last week we spent most of the show talking about taxes and retirement and and just how important that is. And and again, I mean we've got a new administration coming in and uh, things are going to change. It seems
0: things are going to change. They always change. But that's the whole thing about having a written financial plan. When things change, that plan is going to change. But the biggest thing is it's going to change for you. And you know, one of the things that we always talk about is the emotional side of investing. And the interesting thing is, is that, well the election's not exactly over. We think it's over, right? But at this time, we still don't, you know, nobody's we know. conceded, right? Right. Um, and so the thing is is that, but we're past the election, now all of a sudden you have people worrying about the next thing and the next thing. I don't worry about that stuff. And the thing is is that people say, well, how can you not worry? I can't worry or I don't worry because things will always change. The more things change, the more they stay the same. And that has gotten to be the truth. And so the thing is, is that, When I have a written financial plan, I don't care about the international economy. And I'm not saying that I don't care about our domestic economy, because I certainly do. But when it comes to financial planning, I have to care about my own client's economy. And so we're doing that as a CEO through their written financial plan. We're telling them, look, your business, the one that I'm managing for you, is going to be all right. And we have to get through recessions. We have to get through poor economies, plummeting stock markets, whatever it may be. And so, you know, a lot of times with a recession, everyone was worried and terrified about a recession. And I had a client call me up over the summer. and They're like, hey Eric, but but what if we have a recession? And I'm like, I hate to tell you this, but we're in the middle of a recession <laughs> yeah, right exactly. now and you're doing pretty damn good. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, we had a great year. It was a recession. We made it through. We're done. Right. I mean, we're we're getting out of that recession right now. Mm-hmm. So. The, the thing is, is that people always worry about something, but look, you gotta be proactive. You have to really feel like your advisor's on your side really being proactive. And taxes is, tax planning is a huge part of financial planning. There's a lot of people that... You know their advisor never told them about a Roth. They they never told them about a Roth conversion. They never told them about tax reduction strategies. There's so many things that they didn't tell them, and so now all of a sudden they're in a highly taxable situation. There's really not much they can do about it. But shame on that advisor from 10 years ago who never told them. By the way, someday you're going to be a pretty affluent client, but you're also going to be in a highly taxable
2: situation. Absolutely. And and, uh, on that note, uh, folks, uh, I would say now would be a great time to to give Eric a call, have that conversation. There's a lot of moving parts to talk about. And, And again, if you're at all concerned, now's the time to sort of get those questions answered.
0: Yeah. So if you're interested in a results in advance financial plan, or you're in need of a second opinion, let's take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, then this is for you. We'll create a full blown financial plan review valued at over a thousand dollars. Let's give it away. Absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So, again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review. It's over $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away. Complimentary, no obligation. Call us today.
2: Great opportunity, folks. Don't let it slip by. Sit down with Eric and the team and, and begin to put that financial roadmap together. Maybe you're looking for a second opinion. Now's the time to make that call. It's 800 779 1942, take that complex financial world, and it can get pretty complicated from tax planning to Social Security claiming strategies. All of that, yes, Eric and his team can really smooth it out, make it clear, make it easy to understand. And it all starts with a phone call to eight hundred seven seven nine one nine four two. 779 1942 You heard Eric, the next five callers are going to receive that comprehensive financial review that Eric just talked about. You see where you are today, but most importantly, it becomes that roadmap, that guide that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. Five callers right now, 800-779-1942. Coming up next on WealthWorks
0: Radio, planning for retirement is a decades-long process. In this segment, we zero in on your 50s and 60s. Let's focus on your 90-plus future self. We'll be right back.
2: We are back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve all and uh, having a great conversation today, Eric. Of course, with uh, Retirement Wealth LLC has a great team of folks and uh, offices pretty much everywhere, <laughs> right?
0: Oh uh, yeah, it's been busy I mean, that Benita office, I'll tell you, since we remodeled that office, that thing has been nonstop. I mean, it's it's it, it's been great. I mean, I was so grateful um, to be able to open that up. We were in we were in the uh, Brooks Executive Suites for years. And then uh, this building came up for sale. Went in there, remodeled it. I mean, uh, I want to give props to my contractor Lee. He's amazing. Him and his crew went in there and got everything done. But uh, yeah, it's beautiful. Punta Gorda is up and running. Cape Coral is up and running. We've 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 had a great year.
2: Yeah, nice. And uh, folks, if you'd like to reach out to Eric, 800-779-1942. So, all right, I think this is a, this will be a sort of ring true with a lot of folks and and. You know, you wake up and you're 50 years old, and you go, "Holy crap, this retirement thing is is right down the pike." And then, you in the blink of an eye, you're 60, and I mean, holy cow! So let's just start. Let's just say 50s. What should we be doing?
0: You know Steve, I think in your fifties you just you really have to put a plan together because there 's a lot of people that say, i just don 't know what direction i 'm going in okay let 's break it down and the thing about retirement is when people start to think about it, especially in a year like this, I mean this has been a difficult year for everyone <laughs> um, and so there 's a lot of people that kind of take a look at it and they get overwhelmed. Well, I always go back to the old saying, "How do you feed an elephant one bite at a time and so when you start to think about it like that and you chunk everything down all of a sudden you just start at the very basics how much does my ultimate life look like how much does it how much does it cost and so we're saying look if you had to write one check a month to cover all of your expenses how much would that be And so people will sit down, okay, and they go through, I go out to dinner, you know, movies, I take care of the grandkids, I take care of my own kids, whatever it may be, you know, and then all of a sudden you say, okay, that's how much my life costs, how am I going to pay for that? And so that's just figuring out your lifestyle expenses. And right there is one chunk of your financial plan. But there's a lot of people who really have no clue how much they actually spend. And so we have clients that say, I know exactly how much I spend on fuel, we say then we have some clients that say we go out to dinner almost every night and we have no idea how much we spend. And that's okay, but sooner or later we have to fill, figure that out and fill that uh, lifestyle expense form out.
2: Sure, and again, so that's what we're talking about when we're doing in our 50s. And then by the time you get to your 60s, I mean, there are some definite things to, to think about. I mean, and not the least of which is if, if you're 60, you could conceivably live another 30 years, which puts you at 90. Holy cow, how do we do that? Well,
0: here's the whole thing, and this is what I tell a lot of people. A lot of people will come in to me and they'll say, geez, Eric, you know what? I'm coming into you, but I'm not in great shape. When I take a look at everything, I'm pretty blunt about their situation. There's a lot of times where I'll tell them, here's the deal. Whether it's us or someone else, you can't stay at your current firm. This is not working for you. And what I tell everyone is you really need to get out there and you really need to uh, interview with three different advisors because you're not going to be a fit with, with everyone. You need to find someone who you're a good financial, in a, a good financial relationship with. You trust them. You feel that they're doing everything for you. You feel that they're being proactive. They can service you. All those things that people want. And so the bottom line really comes down to is you want to find someone who you really connect with. Um, There's a lot of advisors in the last segment that we talked about, I think, are asleep at the wheel, especially with this year. They have no direction. They don't know how to manage money. They're licensed salespeople, and they're just out there hawking products. And unfortunately, the public doesn't know any better. But the thing is, is that you have options in your 50s. Every year when you get older, your options shrink. And so when I tell somebody, look, you've got five years to turn this around or you've got six years to turn this around, a lot of times that's enough time to be able to do it. But that's when I tell them, I'm not screwing around. We've got to put you through the whole financial planning process and get this done properly. And people a lot of times will say, OK, Eric, we agree. What do we have to do? And and as I said before, in the last couple of radio shows this year, more than ever, you actually have people that are coming in the front door saying, Eric, we need your help. And so there's a lot of times where they say, yeah, you know, we need an appointment. We want to come in and go over our finances. This time we hear a little bit more desperation in their voice, and they're actually coming out and saying they need assistance. They need financial planning. And we've never heard that as much as we have this year.
2: Wow. I mean, that, I guess so, huh? And and so... I. Uh, there are a lot of lessons learned this year, isn't it? And I mean, I, I, don't, I don't mean that from your standpoint, but just from a potential retiree standpoint, we learned a lot.
0: I think so. I mean, this has been a uh, I, I think this has been a huge lesson for a lot of people. You know, um, we always talk about having an emergency savings account. That's what saves a lot of people this year. Um, you know, like when, when, and it may not be you that lost your job, but it could be a family member. And so there's a lot of times where that little bit of extra savings that you had really went a long ways this year. So it's always nice to have a backup plan to a backup plan. And so a lot of lessons were learned this year. And I think that that's what people are starting to realize. I have to be more aware of my financial situation. I really have to take charge of this. I really want to have someone be the CEO of my retirement. And so all these, uh, again, all these pieces of the puzzle really have to be put into place. And this is what we're doing. A lot of times when somebody comes in and they have accounts all over the place and they need to be consolidated and they have no idea how much they, they spend and they have no idea when they're going to retirement. It's like what I'm trying to do is, is take all these little pieces and in my head, to calm myself down I want to put them all in place and what it does is I mean it's it's kind of selfish but it's it's more for me like I want to you know put the Roth IRAs in the correct area and I just want to put everything right where it goes and when I feel settled with that client when I feel like okay I'm calm with that client I know that we did a good job we're putting everything where it belongs and two weeks ago I told Um, listeners about a client that had a traditional IRA with municipal bonds in there, which is the silliest thing because they're tax-free municipal bonds. But any distribution from a traditional IRA is taxed. So this advisor had tax-free municipal bonds inside of a traditional IRA. It's the silliest asset class you can have in a traditional IRA. And when I explained that to the client, they just sat there and shook their head and they're like, I have no idea why they would have done that. Me neither.
2: (laughs) So there really is no rhyme or reason for that. It doesn't make sense unless somebody's making money here.
0: Well, the the crazy thing is that they had a very large joint account. That would be an appropriate place to put that. But the thing is, is that, again, a lot of financial advisors, investment advisors, don't know how to manage money. So they're just putting things in their account and they're just investing that money for them. The client is more than likely could do a better job than they're actually doing. (laughs) So the thing is, is that when they come to us, this is where we bring out our big guns. I mean, we have some outstanding portfolios that have done very well for our clients. But the thing is, is that they can see the difference between a tactically managed portfolio and just buying a bunch of products. There's a huge difference.
2: Right. And so, wow, it as we start to look at this and and we talk about what to do in your 50s or things to to think about. And then in your 60s, obviously, uh, we Social Security comes into play and it's on the horizon and we have to make that decision. I know we talked a little bit about this in the last segment, but I mean, you know, if 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 it makes sense to wait, you know, I mean, but that's where you can give us those choices. Sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes it doesn't.
0: Yeah, and the whole thing is is that there's some people that absolutely want to wait till 70, and there's some times where we say, actually, you're better off starting to collect sooner. There's some people who want to you know, collect at 66, and I'm like, you're actually better off waiting till 70 because of maybe your spouse or whatever that may be. There's a lot of people who don't expect to go back to work doing consulting work. So social security strategies are something that we have to implement in every single financial plan, and again, it's not a standalone event.
2: So as we look at this too, um once we get into once we're in our 60s, we should have a plan in place. We should understand what our lifestyle expense report or our lifestyle expenses are going to be and we should also understand where that income is coming from and uh, how often it's going to come in.
0: And that's where the lifestyle income plan comes in. We're actually showing people, here are your different streams of income. Here's how inflation is going to impact that. Here's how healthcare Issues and medical issues could in, impact your your overall uh, retirement. So again, you and I talk about the study from Fidelity that shows the average couple was about two hundred fifty thousand dollars in health care costs, not including long term care costs. Now all of a sudden, they've updated that study and they've gone from two hundred fifty thousand up to two hundred and eighty thousand per couple. Wow. So. in retirement at some point in your life is going to cost you. And remember, there's a lot of things that Medicare does not cover when it comes to medical issues. Um, Interestingly enough, we just had a client that had DVT, some kind of uh, blood clots in his veins. And so um, he went into the hospital and he's sending me pictures. His whole entire leg is bright red. And he's just like, it's interesting to see what's covered and what's not covered. And so the thing is, is that we always have to be prepared for the what ifs. But in his lifestyle income plan, it shows if one of you has a huge medical issue, this is the account where it's going to come from. So we've already covered that. They know that they're going to be okay. And that's what people want. They want to know that when things happen out of left field, that they're still
2: going to be financially okay. Folks, if that's something that uh, that you want to have answered, and uh, Eric is certainly re- ready to do that right now. Yeah,
0: so if you've been listening today and we've piqued your interest, you're you have an interest in a second opinion or, you know, maybe there's a little bit of reasonable doubt there with your financial planner right now, give us a call today. We're going to take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, then this is for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away. Absolutely complimentary. No obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement.
2: 800-779-1942 You heard Eric, the next five callers are going to receive that comprehensive financial review. You see where you are today, of course, but most importantly it does become that road map that guide that can really help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942 Again, 800-779-1942
0: Next up on WealthWorks Radio When we come back, it's time for questions from listeners. Good stuff right after this
2: And we are back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sedal. Eric, of course, uh, fiduciary. He's president of Retirement Wealth. Well, we've been having a great conversation today, covering a lot of ground. I mean, everything from, you know, acting like a CEO of your retirement and and uh, to Social Security claiming all of that. So now let's dig into what uh, some of the listeners are asking about. And we start there, uh, Eric, with Ben In Bonita. And he says, I'd like to retire in January 2021, coming right up. Uh, He says, I'll be 55. Will I be employed for enough time in 2021 to qualify for the age of 55 rule to distribute without penalty from my employer's retirement plan? Is there a specific number of days required to work uh, with the age of 55 rule? I mean, this is a whole sort of a complication there, complicated
0: Yeah, so you've got the rule of 55, and then you have rule 72T. And I'm just going to tell all listeners this right now. This is a very false sense of security. Because what what happens is we think, oh, we have access to this money. The problem is, is that there's a lot of people who have a lot of money, but they also have a very long life ahead of them. And so... You know, there's a lot of times where people come in and they assume that we're going to manage their money. If I really think that someone's committing financial suicide, we're going to run the financial plan and we're going to show them that. And a lot of times I'll tell them, I don't think that we're a good fit because how much you're spending and how much you have is not going to be sustainable and so I would rather tell you that right now and be upfront, blunt and honest, rather than all of a sudden in your early 80s, you're starting to run out of money. And so the thing is, is that remember, retirement is was really made for withdrawals after 59 and a half. There's a reason for that, because a lot of people don't really retire until about sixty two or sixty three. The average retiree right now is 63 and a half years old. And so the bottom line is is that I think that that's going to go up. As we get into um, uh, older and younger, actually younger, younger baby boomers, and so the thing is, is that we, we again, you've got to plan for this. Just because you have access to money, just because it's penalty free, doesn't mean that it's a good thing. I've said at my show before. We have fixed over twenty-seven Rule seventy-two Ts that have come into my office that were mismanaged. Mo- the majority of them, absolutely no financial plan. The advisor just wanted to get access to the assets, but it actually was ended up being detrimental to that client because the client in their head says, oh, geez, I'm retired. That's a good feeling in your head, but when you really re- when you really realize that you can't afford it financially long-term,
2: it's not a good feeling. No, I wouldn't think so. And uh, so again, Ben, if, you've got a, if you want clarification on that, this goes for anybody, give us a call, 800-779-1942. Eric would be happy to, to sort of smooth it all out, straighten it out for you. So let's move on to Ben. In Estero, uh, seems like a simple question. He says, "Is it possible to roll over a simple IRA to a Roth IRA?" Um,
0: well, you could do a Roth conversion. I mean, a it Roth sounds conversion. like okay. Yeah, so you can't. I mean, you know, you, there's some paperwork involved, so you got to do that Roth conversion. You got to pay the taxes on on it and so forth. But yeah, you certainly can do that. And uh, the thing that, that what we've been doing a lot lately is doing overtime Roth conversions. So a lot of people, they almost fall over when they see how much it's going to cost them to do a full-blown Roth conversion in in the very first year. We don't really do that. So what we're trying to do is say, okay, what's realistic here? What can we actually do? And so sometimes it's a five to seven year time period when we can actually do that and it actually works out very well for the client.
2: So when you talk about a simple IRA, is that, I mean, are the rules the same for a simple IRA or a regular IRA or, I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean, basically your simple, your SEP, your traditional, I mean, they're all a tax-deferred account. They're going to come from different areas and so forth, whether you're self-employed or whatever it may be. But the bottom line is is that they all can be converted into a Roth.
2: Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, So, and again, Brad, if you want to know more, 800-779-1942 sounds like something you can do. Uh, Let's go to Grace. She's in Cape Cod coral and says, um, are social security benefits withheld because of excess earnings returned to you in monthly installments when you reach full retirement age? It makes me chuckle because I think I know the answer.
0: Yeah, so uh, so this is actually straight from the Social Security uh, Administration website. After you reach full retirement age, we will recalculate your benefit amounts to give you credit for any months in which you did not receive a benefit because of your earnings. They will also send you a love letter telling you about <laughs> any increase in your benefit amount. So, yeah, the thing is, is that, you know, Social Security is a a fickle thing. You know, there's a lot of people who expect to take it. They go back to work. They do consulting work or they they get bored. They want to go back to work. Yeah, again, like we said in the earlier segment, you really have to be prepared for your Social Security decisions and try to make the best decision that you actually can. Because, like I said, this is a long-term decision. So, again, if you guys have any questions, give us a call.
2: All right, very good. And uh, so that's eight hundred seven seven nine one nine four two. So, uh, but they're not going to uh, Social Security is not going to send you like a lump sum check or anything, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're,
0: believe me, they're not there to cut checks. That's for sure.
2: Yeah. Oh wow, uh, yeah. who knew? Yeah. So again, how do you avoid that? I mean, in terms of, of, you know, excess earnings, I mean, I guess it's just it's just about a claiming strategy at that point, isn't it?
0: Exactly. I mean, you know, you're going to go on their website, you know, you can't go in to see anyone right now. So uh, the thing is, is that there's a lot of times where, you know, we have to sit down with a CPA or you know we actually had direct contact with the social security administration and you know it's it's a lot of times it's just communicating and sometimes you're communicating with different people so you get different answers it's kind of frustrating but it's just you know, one of the things that we have to help our clients out with, it doesn't happen a lot, but it happens, you know, often enough where we're familiar with it.
2: Sure. And uh, all right. So, Grace, there you go. It's eight hundred seven Let's uh, keep rolling here. We've got Max in Pontagorda. He says, when buying during dips in the market, does it matter which type of funds to purchase? For example... Should I buy just stocks, just bonds, stocks and bonds, or other types of funds? I'm 61 years old. I plan on working until 67. I have other resources in case of a market drop to help sustain losses.
0: Hmm. So interesting question. I'm going to get a little technical here. But the bottom line is, is that when the markets drop, you wanna find something that has strong alpha. And alpha is really what got us through the market this year. So the alpha is like the horsepower in your portfolio. And what you see is that you know in March of 2020, something with very strong alpha actually bounced back right out of March, uh, of the March lows. And so the thing is that you really wanna be careful. You certainly don't wanna buy bonds because I mean, bonds can barely get out of their own way right now. So imagine if bonds you know, the markets drop, you buy bonds, it's going to take forever for them to come back up. So if the market ever does pull back, we always want to keep some powder dry so that we can actually go in and purchase more things at a lower price. And the thing is that you want to purchase things that you think are going to bounce back and then some. So it's really critical because there's been a lot of good opportunity, good buying opportunities this year um, a couple weeks ago we were able to buy mastercard at under 300 bucks and so we bought that in the 290s for our clients and now I think it's up to like 335 or 340 so that was a huge buying opportunity but the thing is, is that that was a stock that had a huge alpha um, kind of took a little bit of a hit we were able to go back in buy it and ride that wave back up so there's a lot of things that you can buy you just have to be make sure that it's appropriate for you and that there's a good reason why you're actually purchasing that but this is where you Really get into the tactical side of of uh, uh, wealth management,
2: and that's exactly where my head was going here. In terms of that's what you do and do so well is that tactical management. The, you know, I mean, that's that's why you do what you do, and why you know folks have successful retirements. Uh, you know, working with you.
0: Yeah, and, and again, this is where the the different sides of financial planning come in. There's there's four sides to a true financial plan you have the fully written comprehensive financial plan goals and objectives what does your lifestyle look like your lifestyle income plan how are you going to pay for it with taxes and inflation how how are you going to create that paycheck the third side is actually the wealth management side your portfolio purpose determines placement so whatever the purpose of your life is determines the placement of your investments and then lastly there's the concierge side which is just the service side You know, you're able to call in, I need money transferred, I have required minimum distributions, I need my taxes withheld, I need to increase my income, I need to decrease my income, whatever it may be, that's what the concierge side is there for them. And so our clients really feel like they have all these sides, all these departments that are actually servicing their needs. That's really what people are looking for.
2: Absolutely, and 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 uh, so, folks, if you want to get learn more, eight hundred seven seven nine one nine four two. It's it's interesting when you get kind of in the weeds there and and kind of get inside baseball because it makes sense, I think, to a lot of folks what you're saying and how you're saying it.
0: Right. And and again, it really does come down to someone being the CEO of your overall financial plan, Steve. I mean, somebody's looking at everything. They understand the moving parts, they're forecasting your needs. And it is. it is. I mean, we are running every single client just like a, their own business. And that's our responsibility every single day.
2: Well, and, and folks, if that's something that's of interest to you, if we piqued your interest on anything that we've been talking about today, now would be a great time to give Eric a call. It's the last opportunity today.
0: Yeah. So if you, again, if we've piqued your interest or you're interested in a second opinion, give us a call today. We're opening up the phone lines. We're going to take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, then this is for you. We'll create a full blown financial plan review valued at over a thousand dollars, let's give it away, absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're gonna map it out, we're gonna run all the reports for you, the fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio. And again, without any obligation, if you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over a thousand dollar value. We'll be giving it away complimentary, no obligation. Call us today.
2: Hey, that sounds fantastic, folks. Last opportunity today to set up a time to come on in, sit down with Eric and the team, and put that financial roadmap together. Things can get fairly complicated. The good news is the folks with Eric can, can help really smooth it out, make it clear, make it easy to understand. Here's that chance to get a true, practical financial review. And it starts with a phone call, 800-779-1942. The next five callers get that comprehensive financial review, plus all the extras that Eric was talking about, and then you will find out where you are today, of course. But most importantly, it becomes that roadmap, that guide, that plan that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. Five callers, 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. As always, Eric, one of my favorite hours of the week is right here with you.
0: As well as mine, Steve. I appreciate you. I appreciate all the listeners. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Have a great week and an even better retirement.
1: Eric Kearney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposures to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the field of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in the state of Florida insurance license number P138852. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amounts of downside risk the clients willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's accounts to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted downside value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or the assets will be traded, liquidated the same day the WealthGuard value is reached due to the time of date or market restrictions.